Okay, so you've heard us say before, time and time again probably, about how you have to make the photo sessions an experience for the client. But our guest today is taking the whole make it an experience thing to the next level. Haha, <laughs> literally, because she's going on hikes. It's Sarah Stengel of a Bentehund, which I've definitely butchered, but she's from Switzerland, so we'll get her to pronounce that properly. But uh, in English, that's adventure dog, and she's all about adventure pet photography. Now, if you're anything like Kirsty and I, just seeing her work makes you want to grab your dog, throw on hiking boots, and escape the city. If you jump on her website, which I highly recommend you do, you'll see what I mean. The site is focused all about adventure, more than the photo shoot itself, to be honest, and even her pricing is based on hike duration, even with a two-night option available. So Sarah Stengel's work is all about that amazing adventure experience with her clients, and we're really, really excited to chat to her. Welcome to Season 10, Episode 11 of the Pet Photographers Club. Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club with your hosts, Caitlin and Kirsty. Tune in as experts share their insights to help grow your business with higher sales, creative marketing, and kick-arse business strategies. Now on to the show. Um, I just photographed everything I could got my hands on. Um, I just needed to, you know... Uh, make a name for myself, uh, get the cash. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you do everything for, you know, when you're new, I guess. Uh, but I started specializing uh, within the pet photography really quick because I always loved to hike. Uh, my dad is, uh, is a, mount, uh, a mountaineer. And so that's what I love to do in my free time and with my own dogs. So I figured... Um, there's quite a lot of pet photographers and I knew that I had to stand out somehow. And so I started photographing them on hikes in the Alps. And well, <laughs> I live in a beautiful area. Uh, for me, it's only logical. Yeah, to and do it, re it like really this. shines through in your amazing photography. Those landscapes in the background are just incredible. So, were you creating this sort of experience that you're giving your clients now, you know, with the, the day in the Swiss mountains, um, right, pretty much from the get go? Is that the whole experience aspect of what you're providing as a service? Has that evolved over the, over the years? Well, it surely has evolved, and in the beginning, I didn't realize that this was a part of what I was selling. It was—it just came natural mm -hmm. to me that I would, you know, find spots for my clients that I thought that they were awesome. <laughs> and um, but in the beginning, it was more like a coincidence. And then I started to figure out that that is what makes me special, and you know, the whole experience and not just the photographs is what people are happy about and that I need to um, focus more on that when selling, you know, because it's a good selling proposition. <laughs> Maybe you can give a bit of a rundown of the different sort of things that you offer because I've noticed that most, mostly it's based on duration um, mm -hmm. and uh, then we can go from there. Yeah, sure. So I offer like two.
Okay, so you've heard us say before, time and time again probably, about how you have to make the photo sessions an experience for the client. But our guest today is taking the whole make it an experience thing to the next level. Haha, <laughs> literally, because she's going on hikes. It's Sarah Stengel of a Bentehund, which I've definitely butchered, but she's from Switzerland, so we'll get her to pronounce that properly. But uh, in English, that's adventure dog, and she's all about adventure pet photography. Now, if you're anything like Kirsty and I, just seeing her work makes you want to grab your dog, throw on hiking boots, and escape the city. If you jump on her website, which I highly recommend you do, you'll see what I mean. The site is focused all about adventure, more than the photo shoot itself, to be honest. And even her pricing is based on hike duration, even with a two night option available. So Sarah Stengel's work is all about that amazing adventure experience with her clients. And we're really, really excited to chat to her. Welcome to season 10, episode 11 of the Pet Photographers Club. Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club with your hosts, Caitlin and Kirsty. Tune in as experts share their insights to help grow your business with higher sales, creative marketing, and kick-arse business strategies. Now on to the show. Um, I just photographed everything I could got my hands on. Um, I just needed to, you know... Uh, make a name for myself, uh, get the cash. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you do everything for, you know, when you're new, I guess. Uh, but I started specializing uh, within the pet photography really quick because I always loved to hike. Uh, my dad is, uh, is a, mount, uh, a mountaineer. And so that's what I love to do in my free time and with my own dogs. So I figured... Um, there's quite a lot of pet photographers and I knew that I had to stand out somehow. And so I started photographing them on hikes in the Alps. And well, <laughs> I live in a beautiful area. Uh, for me, it's only logical. Yeah, to and do it, re it like really this. shines through in your amazing photography. Those landscapes in the background are just incredible. So, were you creating this sort of experience that you're giving your clients now, you know, with the day in the Swiss mountains, um, right, pretty much from the get go? Is that the whole experience aspect of what you're providing as a service? Has that evolved over the, over the years? Well, it surely has evolved, and in the beginning, I didn't realize that this was a part of what I was selling. It was—it just came natural mm -hmm. to me that I would, you know, find spots for my clients that I thought that they were awesome. <laughs> and um, but in the beginning, it was more like a coincidence. And then I started to figure out that that is what makes me special, and you know, the whole experience and not just the photographs is what people are happy about and that I need to um, focus more on that when selling, you know, because it's a good selling proposition. <laughs> Maybe you can give a bit of a rundown of the different sort of things that you offer because I've noticed that most, mostly it's based on duration um, mm -hmm. and uh, then we can go from there. Yeah, sure. So I offer like two shooting packages, full day, 
of adventure. What do they really like? Are they like into mountain lakes or big views? How are they physically fit? Uh, how fit are their pets? Uh, usually it takes a day for my small package. I always shoot like this. I, I We would start hiking, then take a break, shoot a little, then we hike on, uh, get a lot of different images and to capture sort of their whole day, their whole experience. Yeah. So that, that's a small package. It's just, that's like a day and then the other one is basically two days with, um, you know, staying either at a hotel, a mountain hut, or a tent, and then do sunset and sunrise uh, photo shoots. Beautiful. Yeah. And which is the most popular, Sarah? Uh, the smaller one. And um, what happens? You mentioned then that in your initial call, you discuss the fitness level of both the person and their pet. Mm-hmm. Um, are you getting many inquiries from people who love the idea of these photos and they wall but really are not hikers or what happens there? <laughs> Actually, no, no, because I guess people that look at my pictures, they're either are really into hiking themselves or, um, I guess because I have a lot of Swiss clients, all Swiss people hike. <laughs> yes. I mean, there are, you know, there's people that, you know, have limits. I have easy hikes for everyone. <laughs> you just need to tell me, uh, yeah, honestly about your fitness level and you'll figure out a great hike that can be done in like 30 minutes or an hour or so. And have you found that anybody says, yeah, 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 my dog's up for it or I'm up for it, and then maybe you should have gone with the the one-hour hike instead of the all-day option? Have you found that? Yes, sure. Also, the breaks are kind of strenuous because you're always always kind of working. (laughs) I'm taking pictures. Um, I, I like to take pictures doing them doing like their natural stuff, like playing with each other or not just I would tell them, you know, um, hike up to that rock for me together and then I would take the picture. So um, I also do take breaks that are just breaks, but when we're out and about together, (laughs) it's a lot of work too. Yeah, I see. Nice, nice. So your client then is typically Swiss. You're not having anybody come, like they're, they're based on holidays and they have their dog and then they're calling you. They're all Swiss, are they? Uh, no, no. I mean, most of them are Swiss, but I have people coming from Germany. I had um, I had a couple from America two years ago. Wow, with your dog. <laughs> uh, well, they um, he was stationed in Germany. He was in the army, and so before they returned home, they would come to Switzerland because they had a, a Swiss breed dog and wanted to take pictures with him in the Alps. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So there are some, like, mostly from Germany, Austria. Yeah. So, but, I mean, it would be great uh, if if people decide to come on holiday in Switzerland and I could show them around and take some beautiful holiday memories. Yeah, I was wondering if that was part of your selling point, that you're you're kind of also doing a... uh, 
a hiking tour as well as the photos. Um, Before we do jump into or kind of leading us into the whole European photographer pricing uh, conversation, do you have add-ons I wanted to ask to the packages that you sell or pretty much the price that they pay is what they end up paying? Uh, do you mean after the shoot? Yeah. Is there, do you make more money after the shoot or is it just that all-inclusive package? So the, the price you see on the website is like the starting price uh, for any shoot. And then, as I mentioned, I would talk to them over the phone and then I would create like their own experience and I would make like two to three suggestions where to go and depending how far away it is and how long it will take us, the price will go up. And also, if we stay overnight, the price will go up. So I I would just make them individual offers. It's going up to do with the experience rather than, for example, they want an album, that kind of thing. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, funny enough, I used to sell, uh, you know, a lot of, albums for weddings but i haven't mm. tried it for for uh, adventure doll photography maybe i should do that <laughs> oh sarah i can tell you that if uh, i managed to book a photo shoot one of these days that i would definitely want an album my, i mean even my clients when i was shooting in australia they loved albums if they were presented in a certain way and I was not photographing amazing stories like you are. I mean, from a shoot with you, I want a massive piece on my wall because it's an amazing landscape photo that happens to have my dog in it. Um, And also, like, I want to be able to enjoy these images all the time, like looking through an album, putting it, like, I mean, it's an awesome album. So what do your clients do with the images? Why do they come with you in the first place if – You know, I mean, obviously they're getting digital. So are they printing themselves or are they always enjoying them digitally? So usually I would give just the digital images and people will print it themselves because it's quite easy to do. And the clients I have before, I don't think they would have wanted to pay, you know, a lot more extra for expensive prints because they thought I can do it myself. But now that I'm way more expensive, I also think that people might appreciate, you know, expensive prints and, well, high quality prints that are happen to be expensive <laughs> and uh, albums. So, yeah, that's it's a really good point. I think I have to rethink <laughs> what I'm doing and how I'm selling my images because I also think that it's, it's sad if they like, just stay on the laptop and never get printed or if they get like printed in a back quality. Mm. It would be a tragedy if your landscape ones don't get printed (laughs) as like a panoramic. You're so right. Yeah. I really have to think about that right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. We'll get you back on the show in six months and you'll be like, oh, every client buys a 60 by 30 inch print, at least one. And (laughs) yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That would be awesome. So, Sarah, you just mentioned that you put your prices up. Um, yeah. Have you seen a? And you mentioned that you have had some repeat clients come back with the new pricing. Mm-hmm. But with new clients, first-time clients, have you seen a change in the the type of client? If if I could say it for lack of better words. 
Yes, I have. Okay, so who? What does your client look like now that you've put up your prices? Um, so it's um, a lot more appreciation, I guess, towards what I actually do for the whole experience. It's not. It's not people that just want images of their dog and really don't care who takes the image. <laughs> they really buy the experience. And they're usually, they're like passionate hikers and they love to hike and they tell me, oh, that's so us. That's what we always do with our dog. That's when we're the most happy. And and that's how I want images of, of us and our dog because, yeah, that's so us. <laughs> um, and that's how they're willing to pay way more. Because mm-hmm. they value the experience, and yeah, they don't want you know, <laughs> they don't want you know just any portrait of their dog, and the background is all blurred. They really want the images with the landscape. They want the images uh, of them together with their dog on the adventure. Yeah. Okay. And so, how has the response been since you put up your prices? Because I know that you're definitely would be you're not really in the normal range anymore you've really pushed it up for the European market Mm -hmm. um how has the response been since then with inquiries really good I was so surprised I was actually I was really afraid (laughs) to do it I Um, bet (laughs) I was really afraid because um but I was at the point where I was I didn't want to do weddings anymore. And, you know, with Corona, I kind of stopped shooting weddings, not because I wanted to, but because there weren't any. And, but in the same time, I realized that I can do, I can fill up my calendar with pet photography because the, the other option just fell away. And then, but was, what I also realized was at the same point that my prices are too low, that I could, I could never, ever <laughs> make a living with that pricing just of pet photography. Um, and either I have to go up, I went up like 75% with my pricing, or I, I, could, <laughs> or I would just have to quit and do something else because you can't do, you know, undersell your you work for your whole life and then you don't you know you don't have enough savings and stuff like that yes exactly and i think this is the thing that um eventually every photographer comes to this point if if they didn't start out charging enough in the beginning you know like oh at the end of the year actually after i pay my expenses and tax i haven't even I don't have a wage, you know, so then you have exactly like you said, you either go and get a job or you have to put your prices up significantly. And um, and it, I think it takes some courage to and some strong self-belief, you know, to uh, to do that. So I'm so glad you did because your work is worth it 100%. But you said that the response has actually been really good. So, I mean, and earlier you mentioned that the type of client that gets in touch now mm-hmm. is exactly the type of client that you want basically, aren't they? Yes. Yes. And so I'm assuming you wish you had have done it earlier, put your prices yes. up, right? <laughs> like three, three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we always say it. Um, and so do you have planned for another price rise anytime soon then? 
I'm really happy with the pricing right now, but I'm thinking about offering other packages or doing more specific packages. I realized that people are more likely to buy when they exactly know what they will get. Mm-hmm. So if I can tell them um, this uh, this season, this hotel, these are the shooting locations. If I put this together and they already have the images of how it will look like, they're more likely to buy than when I say, oh, we can go anywhere you want <laughs> because it's too hard for them to imagine what that would look like. It's funny. It feels like we're doing our clients a service when we give them the reins for choosing everything and organizing everything. But actually, as as you're discovering, Sarah, it's often a better service if we can say, this is what we recommend. This is exactly what the experience is going to be like. So, yeah, I think it's the same point, you know, you're selling your expertise not mm-hmm. just in photographing, but also in knowing what you know what looks best, and also where to go. Your knowledge of the locations. I think it would feel um, easier as a client to book, knowing that you're just going to tell me what needs to be done or tell me where we're going to go. So that makes total sense. Yeah. 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 So there was one thing about the pricing I, I also wanted to add. You know, um, yeah, I didn't, I realized this. I didn't price myself right in pet photography from the beginning, but, but I did in, in wedding photography. And I think that's kind of funny because I, I knew from the beginning how I should price myself. You know, I also talked about this in university, you know, I had experience in pricing actually. Um, but I didn't do it in pet photography. And I think it's two reasons. One being, um, I just looked and checked out the prices like left and right and checked out all the pet photographers, pet photographers, but they're usually not, you know, full-time photographers <laughs> and undercharge. And the second, is that I always thought about it as like a side gig, something I do because I like to do it, but I never perceived it as my business. My business used to be wedding photography. Yeah, and so these are like like the two mistakes I was making when pricing, and that's why I had to like get, hire them that much at once. Yeah, but such incredible money blocks to manage to overcome. It's such a, it it really is a very common um, mistake when you're first setting up your pricing to have a look at what everyone else is doing around you. But as you said, like you have no idea what their business model is like. If you're trying to be a full-time pet photographer and you're looking at the two part-time pet photographers or hobby pet photographers around you and go well they charge this so I guess yeah yeah. yeah. Um, that's amazing so that's a perfect spot for us to wrap up part one of this interview with Sarah Stengel now in part two we're going to be diving into how specifically Sarah markets her adventure dog photography business uh, where she is finding these more high-end clients and she has a really interesting take on 
how she approaches uh, expos for more of a networking thing rather than actually booking clients. So you definitely want to stay tuned to find out all about that and the commercial photography side of Sarah's business. So if you're already a member of the Pet Photographers Club, just head over to the member zone to listen to the extended episode. If you're not a member yet, we'd love to have you. It's just $10 a month and you get loads of bonuses and perks and access to the extended episodes. So head over to the petphotographersclub.com to find out more. If you want to head to the show notes of this interview so you can find Sarah's website, Instagram, any resources, links, always that we mention in interviews there over at the petphotographersclub.com forward slash podcast forward slash 1011 for season 10, episode 11 for this episode. Thanks for listening to the Pet Photographers Club. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes, and keep up to date, head to thepetphotographersclub.com.